What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Sanchali Paul, who is a founder of Joro. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's going well. Awesome to hear. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on over at Joro. For people that haven't heard of it, what are you working on? What is Joro? Joro helps people take climate action that matters, starting with how you spend money. So our mobile app, you can connect your credit or debit cards that you spend money on. We will automatically show you the impact behind your dollars, translating those purchases into kgs of CO2, and then show you paths to impact uh, by changing behavior, taking challenges, buying offsets, and then even connecting with other people to join a community of people making a bigger impact than we could make alone. So walk me through a little bit of a, if someone heard about this for the first time, maybe on this podcast, they wanted to kind of go to your website and they wanted to like try this out and get involved. Walk me through a little bit of like the user experience of what someone would experience if they came onto your website and kind of engaged with the product, engaged with the brand. What could someone expect when they land on the site and kind of try it out? So you'll land on our site. Uh, you'll download the app either for Android or iOS. Uh, and you'll get started by creating an account and then connecting a credit or debit card. Um, so that might be you know, any major card that you spend money on. We use the Plaid API, the same API that Venmo or Robinhood or a lot of these big uh, fintech companies use. It's a secure banking API. So we don't store any information. We just translate your purchase data into kgs of CO2. Um, then you would answer a few questions about your lifestyle that help us better assess your carbon footprint. For instance, you could tell us things about your dietary habits, um, where you live, maybe how many flights you usually take. And those are the sorts of pieces of information that combined with your purchase data will allow us to give you a relatively accurate picture of your carbon footprint in real time with no manual input required as you go. So when you enter into the app, once you've connected up your data, you'll see a personalized sort of dashboard of your carbon footprint that might look similar to something you've seen in a fintech app um, before. You will see the breakdown of your carbon footprint by category. You'll see the biggest drivers of your footprint, your footprint over time. And then you'll see it versus your target, which is where you started um, or your, your baseline. Um, and then everything you do in the app to have an impact uh, to lower your footprint beyond your baseline earns you trees in the app. It's a virtual currency based on the amount of CO2 that a tree actually absorbs in a year, because it's really hard to understand what is a kg of CO2. Um, so instead, we translate that into trees, and then you can rack up impact over time. And then you can you can follow friends in the app as well. You can follow me, for instance, um, and you can see how your impact is stacking up against mine, and then how our impact together is adding up to um, impact that really matters in aggregate. 
So walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. This is a really fascinating kind of a, a solution for obviously a massive problem. But how did you kind of come up to this? How did you come up with this solution? In other words, how did you get started and what's the origin story? I really started on this problem as a frustrated consumer. <laughs> I was someone, you know, back 10 years ago, I saw the documentary Food Inc. And for me, that was a really big wake up moment of the impact behind my food that I'd never even thought about. As a consumer, I'm, I'm buying things, I'm thinking about cost, I'm thinking about convenience, maybe health. Um, but I hadn't really thought about the sustainability of what I was buying. And food was such a fascinating example because the environmental impact is massive. It's over a quarter of global emissions comes from food, agriculture, and land use. So um, it really made me think about my choices. And when I started examining them, I actually looked at the carbon footprint of my own diet. And I found that just by making some slight changes to my diet, I didn't necessarily have to be vegan, but by cutting down my meat consumption to just eating meat on weekends, I could have an environmental impact, like taking half a car off the road in a year. Um, and that was the kind of thing that if I could sustain it over time or I could do it with other people, that would make a really big difference. Um, so I kind of, I was doing that on my own for a while, but eventually it was really difficult. I built my own Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> sorry, can you hear that? My journey to starting Joro really started as a frustrated consumer trying to find a solution. I, I had a sort of wake up moment when I saw the documentary Food Inc. And it made me think for the first time about the environmental impact of what I was eating. And after I did some research, I realized food, agriculture, and land use is almost a quarter of global emissions. And our, our choices as consumers influence the majority of those emissions. Um, and actually meat consumption and dairy consumption are some of the biggest drivers of environmental degradation across the world. So as I started looking into this, I found I wasn't ready to go fully vegan, but actually, even if I was just going to cut down my meat consumption on weekdays, I could take the environmental impact of half a car off the road in a year. And that felt really meaningful. I didn't have to make a big change to my life. Um, I could take half a car off the road by myself in one year. So if I could sustain that over my lifetime or do it with other people, that's a really big impact. Um, eventually I ended up realizing that there's lots of different parts of our lives that we can be making choices like this. And consumers like me just don't have the tools to make it easily. We have good tools to manage our health and fitness. We have good tools to manage our finances, but we have no good tools to manage our sustainability. Um, and so that's, that's why I built Joro. And as you're working on it, you know, what does an average day look like for you? Like there's so much going on in this industry. It's a really important industry, but for you, like, what are you focusing on? Are you, you know, shipping code, fundraising, talking to, to customers, recruiting customers, you know, what, uh, what, what's an average day for you? Absolutely. I, so my background is in business and international development. Um, so I, before starting Dora, I worked as a management consultant, uh, both in the US and then in India and East Africa and Ethiopia. And when I was doing that, you know, I built a core set of skills. I'd never been a product manager, but now I spend a lot of my time being a product manager. So I probably spend um, about half my time being a product manager, um, you know, checking in with our development team, scoping out features, thinking about how users will use them. And then I spend a good amount of my time talking to users, um, trying to gather information about what they need next or how they react to what we're building. Um, and, and I'm also sort of playing the role of some of the marketer and business person on our team. Um, so we're a small team, we're seven people. We have um, a few people on our engineering team. We have a designer and a marketer. Um, and so anything else uh, that has to be done uh, is, is usually what I'm doing. Um, but now in COVID, 
that's mostly virtual. Um, spend a lot of time on Zoom. Um, and I try to also try, try to get some decent heads down time every day so I can really spend some time thinking about, about product and what our customers want next. And then, you know, if you were to kind of look out into the future, you know, five, 10, 15 years, you know, as far as you're, as you really want to look, um, what, what would you say that looks like for Juro? I guess, in other words, you know, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in with your company? My vision is that it should be just as easy and just as common to have a climate action practice as it is to have a fitness regimen or a budget. Um, it should be carbon should be one of those things that we think about and manage um, just like we manage our money, our time and our health. Uh, so that's, that's the hope. And, you know, one day, you know, maybe in the next five or 10 years, it becomes super easy to understand and manage your carbon footprint, manage that down to zero with a tool like Joro, or even beyond start to have a positive impact on the world through how you live your life. And then eventually, maybe we won't need a tool like Joro because we'll live in a society that doesn't use fossil fuels anymore. So no one has to track their carbon footprint. You know, that's a uh, really incredible vision and I'd like to see it happen. I think so would a lot of people listening, but it takes a village to, to make, make it happen, right? It takes a village to make a startup vision come to life. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital? Are you looking for users, customers, you know, evangelists, you know, how can we assist over here at forward thinking founders? Yes, all of the above. Um, please download the app, head to the app store or um, Android and download the app, try it out and send us feedback. We would love your feedback. There's a little feedback module right on the homepage. You can email us directly when you have thoughts. Um, so try out the app, connect up your cards, see your carbon footprint, and then talk to people about it. That's one of the biggest things about the climate crisis. It's a collective action problem and we need as many people on board as possible. So one thing you can do is download the app and start to understand your footprint and manage it today. And then the next thing you can do is talk to someone else about it and then sort of get to engage with them on the platform. Uh, we are also hiring. Um, so we have a couple software engineer positions open on our website. I would encourage you to apply for. We're looking for great people to join our engineering team. And in general, feel free to reach out um, if you have thoughts, ideas, questions, um, where we should go with, uh, with the product. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more or, you know, check this out online, anything kind of like that, how can they find you online? You know, one more time, what's your website? What's, what's the app name one more time? Uh, you know, do you have a social media email address? You know, how can someone get in touch? Yes, you can go to our website at joro.tech. J-O-R-O.T-E-C-H. Uh, you can download the app uh, on the web on the app store just by searching Joro. And you can also sign up for our newsletter, which is also on our on our website where we'll send you monthly tips, tricks, guides uh, to better understand how to live sustainably. Oh, and you can follow us at Joro app on any social media. All right. I'll give my, whenever someone talks about social media, they always give the Twitter plug. If you're, if you're not on Twitter, you need to get on Twitter because that's where all the cool stuff is happening in tech. <laughs> also, we'll wait, you'll waste a lot of time on there, but it's lots of fun. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I think what you're working on is, you know, you are working on one of the hardest problems that the world is facing, one of the most important problems. And it makes me, you know, very hopeful for the future to know people like you are doing what you're doing. So I appreciate you coming on to the podcast, you know, best of luck building this out. Thank you so much.